Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of Leadership That Last. I am your host, Greg Raymer. By the way, happy Valentine's Day here, February 14th, 2022. In this first episode of Leadership That Last, I want to introduce what Leadership That Last is, uh, the hope that I have for it. I want to introduce who I am so you get to know me and we can develop a relationship as we grow together in our leadership, as we become effective leaders who endure. Welcome to Leadership That Lasts. Hello and welcome to the Leadership That Last podcast. I am your host, Greg Raymer. Thank you so much for joining me here on this inaugural episode of this new podcast on leadership. Uh, as I said, my name is Greg Raymer. I will be your host. And on this first episode, I want to share with you uh, a few things. I want to share with you uh, what Leadership That Last is, what this podcast uh, is going to be, what the goal and the hope uh, for this podcast uh, is, uh, and who I am and why you should even listen to me about leadership. Um, so before we begin, I again just want to say thank you so much for uh, being a part of this and listening to this uh, podcast. If you have not done so already, I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode as I hope to be uh, bringing you some really good content on leadership uh, in the next few weeks and hopefully the next few years. So please subscribe if you haven't done so already. So with this episode, um, as it's more of an overview and I'm going to be talking uh, about what this, uh, the hope for the, these podcasts will be, these episodes will be, as well as who I am. It's going to be a little more directed at me. Um, so this may be the most that you hear um, about me. And so I don't want you to think that I'm arrogant or, or selfish, but I, I need to explain who I am to show you um, that I, I have some um, value to give and I want to be able to give that uh, to you. And so Let's get into uh, the meat of this podcast. So uh, with Leadership That Last, I uh, created uh, this podcast with the hope um, to uh, help transform everyday people like you and me uh, into effective and sustaining leaders. And what do I mean by effective and sustaining leaders? Uh, first of all, effective. Um, if you are an effective leader, um, then you are uh, an excellent leader. You are a good leader. Uh, we understand that there are good and bad leaders. So when I use the word effective, I'm uh, referring to being a good leader um, and not a bad leader, which would be an ineffective leader. Um, and then sustaining is just that, to be able to sustain, to have longevity in your leadership, not only for you as a leader, but for the people that you lead. Um, there's a lot um, of leaders out there that are good, like one-off leaders, or maybe they're really good at leading in a certain industry or uh, a certain um, uh, avenue or part of life, um, but they're not necessarily good at leading others to sustain in the, their vocation or position. Um, they're not good at leading outside of um, maybe that particular job that they have. So I want to be able to provide value and content for people 
Um, whether uh, they've had a long history in leadership or they're new to leadership or they don't think they're a leader at all, I want to be able to provide content to show them that they do have what it takes to be a leader. And um, I'll talk more about some of the concepts and more about some, some of the uh, elements or attributes that I believe it takes to be uh, an effective and sustaining leader in future episodes. But um, that is the hope for this podcast for Leadership That Last is uh, that you become a leader or that you acknowledge that you are a leader and that you become an effective leader and one who sustains or lasts in their leadership. And so that is uh, the hope for leadership that lasts and um, deeper, um, a, a deeper reason for this podcast is not only to provide great content, um, hopefully valuable content for you, uh, but also for me to be able to flesh out the things that I've learned over the last 20 plus years of being in leadership, of being led by other people. Um, I want to synthesize that, those things and provide them in a helpful way uh, to you, uh, to my audience, and for me to learn from my experiences and to be able to to teach them to you. And so uh, that's uh, the kind of second part of the reason for uh, this podcast is a place for me able to, to be able to get my thoughts out. And so again, thank you for joining me on this. And I'm excited to be able to provide valuable content to you uh, to become the leader that you are capable of being. And so with that, I want everyone to understand that they are a leader at the very base level if you are alive and are a functioning human, then you are leading yourself. Um, you lead yourself by taking care of yourself, by taking showers, brushing your teeth, feeding yourself, uh, giving yourself gainful employment, uh, working out, um, being in um, relationships. At a very base level, you are a leader of yourself if no one else. And so this podcast is for you. This, this leadership that lasts would be for you to help you develop um, with these different concepts and theories that I'll be sharing. Um, you can be a better person, be a better leader of yourself. If that's the only person that you lead as yourself, then, then that'll be um, who you can focus on. But I believe that all of us, um, whether it's in a more formal leadership position or informal leadership leadership position, we all lead other people, not just ourselves. So hopefully this will be really valuable for you to be able to grow in your leadership, not only uh, of yourself, but of other people and the other opportunities that you may have in your life. And so those are the goals of the podcast, the overall podcast. And um, I want to dive in a little bit now to uh, to who I am, uh, to give you a little bit of backstory of 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 who Greg Raymer is and why you should even give me the time of day um, and, and with this podcast and the website and other content that I hope to be providing for you. So, uh, in short, man, I am uh, a very average person. I uh, there's nothing too spectacular about me. Um, I don't have a high IQ. Um, I was a very, very average student um, all throughout uh, school. Um, I repeated the first grade twice because I, um, my reading comprehension wasn't as strong as my classmates. So I repeated the first, first grade tw twice to be able to, uh, to gain uh, some better reading composition. 
Um, when I was in like fifth, sixth, seventh grade, I was in um, a class called SLD, which is a slow learning disability. Um, so I was still kind of behind a little bit of my peers and some of the, some of the various, um, academics that we were doing. And so I was a part of that for about a three year span, um, in high school. And I, I did what I had to do to get by. Um, I, and I think I went to summer school for geometry. Um, I, I didn't win any sort of academic awards. Um, I wasn't captain of the football team. I played in the band. I played on the golf team. I mean, I was social, but you know, there's nothing too spectacular, um, about me in regards to, um, me having any sort of, uh, great, um, accolades, uh, growing up other than just kind of being an average Joe, if you will. And so, um, as I got out of high school, and, and into college, um, this was a long span of my, my life. Um, I'm, I'm 44 years old as of the recording of this podcast, and 12 of those 44 years I spent in college uh, getting a four-year degree. <laughs> so um, my averageness maybe even went less than average into uh, college. And so I started out in community college because I didn't have the grades to get into a four-year university. And um, my academic career uh, over 12 years was kind of broken up into six to two, six-year spans. So the first six years, uh, I was in community college, so it took me six years to get a two-year AA degree. Um, And that that was a lot of me just being lazy. And then um, the, the, the last six years, I was a little more disciplined in my life by then, um, and I was working a full-time job, um, and I couldn't go to school full-time, so I was a little more um, disciplined in my academics at that point, but um, I wasn't um, able to really do full-time schooling because I had to do full-time job because I had gotten myself into about $50,000 of consumer debt, probably more than that. I, I honestly don't even really know the final number of what my consumer debt was uh, throughout my 20s. But I got into $50,000 of debt, which I found out as I was researching for <laughs> this podcast, that that's average. That's uh, it's pretty average. Uh, it's I think, I was to say, the average American debt is $90,000. So, I, But I think that's like household debt not just an individual. And then Dave Ramsey, the, the personal finance or expert, um, says that about 80% of Americans are in debt. So again, that's, I, I guess I, in some ways that's kind of normal. It's kind of average, um, that I was in debt, but because I was in so much debt, um, I needed to work full time. And so I wasn't able to get, um, spend time in my, uh, my academic career in college. So I was able to eventually get a bachelor's of arts degree in English. And, um, after 12 years of, of pursuing that in, in college. So I'm proud of that. I'm, I'm glad that I didn't, you know, quit and I, I did pursue it. Um, it has, you know, played, um, been useful for me in, in my career, but, um, I'm thankful that I stuck it out and, and grew in my discipline throughout that. But, um, as I entered the workforce, um, I was so focused on my dream job of being a pastor. I wanted to be um, a lead pastor of a church one day, um, and I wanted to work full-time for church and, and be on staff. Um, and I was so focused on that that 
in my regular vocations and the jobs that I had, um, I didn't really put a lot of effort into what I was doing. Uh, so I did, again, like in high school and in college, I just did what I needed to do to get by. If there was grades for um, for vocation, for jobs, I was probably a C, C-plus student. And so, again, I was just real average. So I had jobs from fast food. Uh, I worked in a local bookstore for a period of time. Um, I did, you know, pretty good there, and I, they actually... Um, created a, a leadership position for me, a management position for me. So I, I did, I guess, you know, work hard in some of these instances, but I wasn't too motivated to move past just kind of like the basic uh, a job, um, the basic duties of the job that, that I was doing. Um, and so in my 20s, I ended up working for the state of Florida and I was doing... Um, some work there where it was, I was just kind of a application processor and, um, worked on staff of, um, two of the councils for the, for the Florida department of health. And, um, again, just did what I needed to do to get by. Um, I think I had, uh, one moment in my career where I was, um, uh, reprimanded, uh, for, um, just really not doing my job. I mean, just really phoning it in. Um, and, um, I, I didn't lose my job, but I probably could have been fired, but I was just doing what I needed to do to get by because I was not happy. I, I was so focused on my big dream of becoming a pastor that I didn't really put a lot of attention to what was right in front of me. Cause I, I thought this is not what I'm wired for. This is not what I'm made for. I'm made to be a pastor. I'm made to work, made to work for a church. That was what I wanted to do. That's what I felt I was going to be good at. And so I didn't put a lot of energy into some of these other jobs that I had. Well, an opportunity presented itself um, a few years into me working for the state where a buddy of mine was going to go plant a church in another state up in North Carolina. And I, I live in Florida. And um, I had opportunity um, at that time. I, I was single. Um, I had a little money saved up and um I had the opportunity to go and and be a part of this church plant, to be a part of this team that was going to go plant this church up in North Carolina. And actually, North Carolina was really where I wanted to be um, down the road in my life. I actually wanted to be a pastor in the Charlotte area at some point. And so I thought this would be a good opportunity. We were going to be over in Asheville, North Carolina, which is about two hours uh, to the west of uh, Charlotte. And uh, I thought this would be a great stepping stone for me. So I quit my job and uh, went up to Asheville and lived with uh, one of the team members and their family for free for about six months and dove in there and went after my dream um, of being a part of a church and ended up um, probably being, it's weird, one of the worst years, 12 months, 14, 14 months of my life. Um, but also at the same time, maybe the best year because it, it was a, it was a flagship year for me because I, I kind of hit the lowest part of who I was. I, I ended up, um, when I was living with this family, they ended up needing to, to leave. They had to move back, um, to, to where they were from. And so then I was without housing. So I lived 
on a buddy's couch for two months while he slept on the floor because the couch was his bed just about in a really small 500 square foot apartment. Uh, I worked uh, for a, a big box store um, and I was able to get a job there, um, at, you know, like a, a basic entry level job and kind of was motivated enough to work my way up. They saw my work ethic. They offered me a position as a department manager. And so I took it and I was able to make a little more money, but it was, it was just a little money, but enough money to get me, uh, to be able to afford, um, HUD housing, to be able to afford section eight housing. And so I lived in, in section eight housing for a few months. Um, the winters were really cold there. Um, there was no heat in, in my place. And so, um, it was a really kind of miserable time, but also it, it was a time for me to like really s- reflect and, and grasp what was important for me and what my real passions and desires were. And so towards the end of my time there in Asheville, um, after, you know, living literally paycheck to paycheck, having to borrow money, uh, from my parents, having to borrow money from other people, um, I was able to get a job back with the state of Florida, um, doing a different, different position. Um, but I was able to move and, and get another, get another job with the state. And so I moved back to Florida, started the job with the state. And that was like the light switch for me that, that flipped for me when I got that job with, with the state for the second time, <coughs> I remembered all the opportunities that I could have had with the state previously opportunities for career development. They, they would pay for management training. Um, they would pay for different courses. Um, I had opportunities to possibly apply for supervisory positions, but I didn't because I didn't want to move up in the state of Florida because I wasn't going to work for the state of Florida for the rest of my life. <clears throat> but when that second opportunity to work for the state came, I took advantage. The second the window opened to apply for the certified public management training, which was a two year program that they paid for and that you went on your work time and you didn't have to take time off for it. I took advantage of that. I applied for it. I got it. And I went to the two year program and I got my CPM accreditation and that opened the door for me to move up into a supervisory role within the state which then gave me more money, um, gave me more um, investment opportunities. Um, it, it gave me more opportunities in regards to leading, to understanding people, to growing in my leadership, to um, having all these resources afforded to me and available to me to be able to, to understand who I am. Uh, I remember that, that leadership training, I'll talk more about this in, in future episodes, but it was in that leadership training that I understood that I was an introvert. <laughs> I was more introverted than I was extroverted. And that was huge for me. Like th- that just, that opened up my world. It, it, it started answering um, questions that I had been having about myself and why I had certain tics or why I was um, wired a certain way. And so that was a huge moment for me. And if I'd never taken that opportunity, I may have never understood that about myself which has helped me in my relationships with people. It's helped me in my relationships with um, my staff that I've, I've worked with, that my, my wife, I'm now married with, with two kids, and 
Um, so it was just monumental. And so I took advantage of these opportunities. So I'm thankful that I had learned from my mistakes in the past and didn't want to repeat them. And so I grew in my leadership. I grew uh, in my understanding of who I was. And I had a goal to help other people um, become better people, to become better leaders. And uh, along the way, um, several years uh, into my job with the, the state and in, a, and in a supervisory role, an opportunity presented itself for me to be an elder and ultimately a pastor, one of the pastors of a church that I was a part of at the time. And so I took it. And now here's my dream job. I'm working full time for um, a church and I'm a pastor and I have influence and and ability to lead other people and to shepherd them. And in a lot of ways, it was a fantastic job. In a lot of ways, it was um, a really hard job and it it ended up necessarily not being what I thought it would be. Um, But I was so thankful for the opportunity um, of that job. And I was so thankful that I had worked hard and taken advantage of opportunities that had been given to me to be able to get into that position. And so I was in my dream job and then I ended up um, leaving um, that job uh, several years later. And um, I'm now venturing out into this world of leadership, uh, teaching, leadership, coaching, um, I created leadership last leadership that lasts uh, to be able to um, help people not make the same mistakes that I did and not take 20 years potentially to realize their full potential as a leader, as a person. And so I want to be able to help people. That's the, the, that's really the, the big point of this. I want to be able to provide content and value to people to help transfer them, transform them into the effective and sustaining leaders that they can be. So th- that that's that's really the point of this podcast. And and I'm not a guru on leadership. I don't claim to be. Um, you see all these books behind me. Um, I've got a bunch of books on leadership. I've got a bunch of books on theology. I've got a books, bunch of books on military strategy. I've got a bunch of books on different things. Um, I love to read and I love to, to listen to podcasts. I love to listen to to other leaders. I love to listen to other uh, teachers of leadership. And I want to synthesize all those things, my experiences and the things that I've learned throughout the years and be able to, to provide it in a more compact way and maybe give it to you quicker and maybe let you ingest it and, and, and invest it into your life quicker than I did. And so that's my hope. That's my hope for this podcast, for the, for the future episodes is to to hopefully not be too long-winded, but to give you some really valuable content. Um, and maybe down the road, I'll start interviewing people. Um, but for now, it's just going to be me talking. But um, I really I really believe that um, everyone is a leader. I believe that wholeheartedly. I, I just think that's a fact. Um, I believe everyone can be an effective leader, can be a great leader. And I believe that people can sustain in their leadership. They don't have to be one-hit wonders. Or they don't have to be good at one particular aspect of leadership. And so I want to be able to just share that and, and encourage people in that. Additionally, I believe that leadership is not learned by reading one book 
or listening to one podcast, <laughs> listening to, to my podcast or whoever else is a leadership guru out there. Because there are several. There are a, a great, great, fantastic resources on leadership. And I believe that you should listen to a lot of them. Um, but I don't believe leadership happens in just one moment. Like you, you, you read, I'm getting ready to read um, right here, seven, seven Habits of Highly Effective of People. And, um, and this is a, a book that common leaders refer to as a, a book that you must, must read. I don't believe that after reading that I'm going to be an expert on leadership. But I believe that it's going to add to the effectiveness of my leadership and my ability to sustain as a leader. Just in reading the table of contents this morning, I was already encouraged. And so my hope for you and for me is that we'll continue to grow in our leadership and that these moments of growth are daily. So listen, I I was doing some research on this and and I just, this was very profound for me. I was thinking if you just spent 15 minutes a day, just 15 minutes a day, if, if you are in a job, most jobs usually provide you two 15-minute breaks. If you took 15 minutes a day to work on your leadership, whether that's listening to a podcast or beginning to listen to a podcast or maybe going to talk to a, a coworker and develop a relationship with them, maybe somebody who's senior to you, um, or maybe just take 15 minutes to talk to your spouse and develop your marriage relationship with them or your, your child or your neighbor. Just take 15 minutes a day. That equals 5,475 minutes a year that you would be growing in your leadership, which is 91 hours. 91 hours. Think about that. Think about it. That's a lot of hours um, that you would, at the end of the year, be that much further along in your leadership in just 15 minutes a day. It's incredible how much you can learn in just small increments um, if you do it religiously, if you do it daily. And so I hope that you will find this podcast valuable. I hope that you will find these future episodes value valuable. Um, I'm encouraged that you're listening. I want to continue to bring valuable content to you. So um, thank you for listening. And, and if this has been encouraging to you in any way, just hearing my story, or if you think this podcast may be intriguing, I would love again for you to subscribe. This goes, you know, hugely for us to be able to uh, grow the podcast is to get, to get an audience. Um, so if you'd subscribe and leave a rating and review, um, and, and if you think this podcast is horrible, is going to be horrible, leave that too. I, I want to know. I, I, I genuinely, I genuinely want to know what would be helpful for you and what wouldn't be helpful for you in regards to leadership and growing as a leader. And so if you would let me know, as always, you can go to gregramer.com and you can sign up for uh, my, my email list, which uh, I have called The Path because um, I want to help people be on the path to being an effective and sustaining leader. And so if you sign up to that email list, um, I don't email you all the time, but when I do email you, it's important. And, and hopefully it'll be be pushing you to um, content that's helpful for you. Um, so if you would sign up there, but if you go to gregramer.com, I blog daily. Um, and some of these blogs are silly. They might be two sentences. They might be seven paragraphs. Um, but they're just things, again, like this podcast that um, I want to provide content uh, to be able to help you grow as a leader. 
And so again, thank you for listening. I really, really do value um, that uh, you are uh, taking this in. And I hope that you would subscribe. I hope that you'll be back next week um, as I'm going to introduce what I call the five elements of uh, effective and sustaining leadership. And I'll, I'll dive in more to that. I'll do a high view of that. And then the next few weeks following that, I'm going to go into each element a little more. Um, but I'd love for you to come back next Monday and um, listen to that episode. And hopefully uh, the following episodes will be an encouragement to you. And so again, thank you very much for listening. And I'm looking forward to uh, going on this journey with you uh, to being uh, lasting to be effective and sustaining leaders as we work towards being leaders that last. Thank you.